I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A clear sky tonight, the low 50 with a northeast wind at 8 to 10 miles an hour. Tomorrow, plenty of sunshine once again, the high 75, and again a northeast wind at 8 to 10. The Illinois House today passed a measure dealing with the court venue in cases involving the state, its officers, employees, or agents acting in an official capacity. The bill requires the venue in these actions should be only in Sangamon and Cook Counties. GOP State Representative Patrick Windhorst of Metropolis says Illinois residents not being able to get justice in their own jurisdiction is fundamentally wrong. Where I live, we I'm closer to the state capital of Tennessee than I am Illinois, and I'm almost as close to Atlanta, Georgia, as I am Chicago, Illinois. So to say if this body passes an unconstitutional law in order for me or another person in my community to contest that law, I've got to travel a great distance and bear that expense that comes with that is not fair. The bill was an initiative of the state attorney general's office and was inspired by the COVID-19 and Safety Act lawsuits that were filed around the state. The bill's sponsor, Democrat Jay Hoffman of Swansea, believes future challenges should be limited to these two counties so the Attorney General will not have to go to other counties to defend the state or its agents in counties with conservative courts. Nearly all juvenile court fines and fees would be eliminated under a bill headed to the governor's desk. The goal is to make sure low-income families aren't burdened by heavy court fees if their child gets into trouble. But opponents, like Senator Jill Tracy of Quincy, argue that many families can't afford the cost, and note the financial loss counties would face. Why would you let minors with means to not pay the fines and the fees that are associated with what their conduct caused? Why would we push it off on the taxpayers? Minors would still have to pay fines for violations of traffic, boating, fishing, and hunting laws. Again, it's now up to the governor to sign this bill into law. Illinois is adding more resources to help prevent veteran suicide. Individual, community groups, and professionals are invited to take free online training courses as part of the governor's challenge to stop suicide among service members, vets, and their families. Illinois Department of Veterans Affairs Director Terry Prince says the courses cover a variety of topics. How do I connect my veteran with the services? I've, if I know somebody, you know, what are some of the ways that I can intervene? Uh, we're often taught how to intervene at the last possible minute, but this is a way for us to really lean in and get ahead of it long before it becomes a serious problem. There's also a 24-7 confidential crisis hotline. More information about these resources is available at the website savevets.illinois.gov. Children's Home and Aid has changed its name to Bright Point. The agency operates in nearly 70 Illinois counties. Vice President Mindy Smith says the 140-year-old nonprofit outgrew that label. Back in the late 1800s, children's group homes were the norm in social services. But Smith says for today's holistic approach to helping families, Bright Point is a better fit. We provide home visiting services and a lot of prevention family support programming to help children and families get off to a great start. And throughout, we see families prenatally in our doula program, all the way through our home visiting and early childhood programming. Smith says Bright Point serves older youth and families as well, even offering mental health support. The April jobless report was a mixed bag in Illinois. The Department of Employment Security reports the unemployment rate increased in six metro areas, decreased in five, and was unchanged in three. The Carbondale Marion area was one of the five where the rate decreased, in this case from 4.1 
to 3.9% this April. 17 of the 21 counties in the southern Illinois region saw their unemployment rates decrease year over year. The largest job increases across the region were seen in the government sector. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.